when you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them because the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt will be with you. When you are about to go into battle, the priest shall come forward and address the army and he shall say, Hear, Israel, today you are going into battle against your armies, against your enemies. Do not be faint-hearted or afraid. Do not panic or be terrified by them. For the Lord your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to give you victory. Deuteronomy 20, 1 through 4. Now I know that that is not always the case in every battle. there's sometimes where the Lord told Israel, don't go to battle, make peace because you're going to be destroyed and God's judging you. But this is what I ask of you. And I ask of myself is that we've constantly be in a place of repentance and prayer, asking for God to put us into a place where this could be true, where he will go before us and fight for us. And I hope that's where you're at. I hope that's where I'm at. I am incredibly confident that God is in control. I'm incredibly sure. I'm not afraid. There's a lot of weird things happening this weekend. I think I might have to go to a weekend show as well to keep up with all the stuff that's going to be unfolding. Talk about some of the things in Nashville going on. I don't believe that narrative whatsoever. Something the people caught falling from the sky not only over the United States, that's huge. I don't think it could be a satellite. I don't think it could be a plane burning. It's huge. We'll show you the clip. So if you're listening on the podcast, I highly recommend you checking out on YouTube. And it's also, there were people were commenting about explosions in China as well. Really interesting. And then Trump signed the bill with a few caveats. I have some interesting takes on that. So we'll get into that today. Welcome to How to Build a Tent. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening to the show, sharing the show with a friend, Hope you guys had a Merry Christmas, getting ready for the new year. You guys preparing for what's to come. I was telling somebody, I forgot who it was. I was messaging so many people this weekend. But I I firmly believe that 2021 is going to be the year where Americans relearn what it is to have the American spirit again. That is to fight and crave freedom, to be able to live the way God intended us to, to rely on his declarations of inalienable inalienable rights. I pray for that. I strive for that. I'm encouraging people to pursue that. Whatever comes, God is in control. Even if the army is bigger than ours, that doesn't matter. As long as we are on God's side, not that we're trying to get God on our side, but that we're on God's side. And we're trying to live a life. We're trying to set up civilization. We're trying to build our businesses. We're trying to do all of the things that God has given us, all of the blessings and talents. And we're trying to use them for his glory in the way that he sees fit. Because when he uh, is the most glorified is when we're the most satisfied in him, as good old John Piper says, who's fantastic on theology, just the application. Not so much, in my opinion. We're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com. Put an HDBT in a memo field. You will get a sweet mug like the one that's behind me. I actually have two. One behind me, one behind my mag. 
AMAG I have. <laughs> I love commenting on all my ammo. I have a, a buckshot behind that. Some other stuff. Uh, you'll be supporting us with Proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life, keeping show content on like this, helping us build a platform so when we get canceled, no doubt will happen sooner than later, we will have a place for you to come and still view our content. All right, let's do the crazy things first. I'm going to go over to my Facebook, and if you want to hear kind of the things that I'm seeing, what I'm looking through, kind of like my show prep for the day, follow me on the social media sites, How to Build a Tent, on Facebook, it's just Matt Williams. You can find me. I post on the Fight Laugh or the um, Fight Laugh Feast Family Party channel. I post my shows every day. So if you want to find my profile, just go over to there, and then you can find my name because my name is so freaking common. It's <laughs> it's probably like as common as John Doe is, to be honest. But uh, if you want to follow me and just the things I'm thinking about, talking, thinking about, talking about, if you want to leave comments on the things that I'm looking at in the news. You can go over there. I'm on Twitter parlor as well. All right. So I'm going to share my screen and we're just going to go through and I, this will probably be uh, good for you guys on the podcast as well. The first thing that I want you to see, and we'll just go backwards. So this is a video from West Virginia. And again, if you're watching this on the podcast, you can go to my Facebook page and watch it. I'm going to replay it on the big screen for all of those watching on YouTube. Now, there's this massive, massive fireball. It's not, it's a streak of fire. It is far bigger than an airplane. It is far bigger than a missile flying through the sky. The person that took this video is from West Virginia. They can't figure it out. I have not heard anyone say what it is I haven't heard anybody on the news. Have you heard anyone on the news? Now, granted, I don't listen to the propagandist anymore on the TV TV channels. But whatever this is, something is up. This doesn't just happen. And then it doesn't go without being noticed. This doesn't go without being noticed. And the funny thing about this is, if you go to my posts... And I'm not going to get too far into the day because I want to get into other things as well. But IndianExpress.com, and I believe this is coming. I'll just click on it for a second. I don't think you're going to be able to see it actually. But this is from India. This is an Indian India press from what I'm understanding. Yeah, it's from New Delhi. And you'll go on to that link and you'll see pictures of fireballs, explosions in the sky as well being reported at the same time. And it's uh, it was over. It's being reported that it was over the Chinese airspace Yushu City in uh, Qinghai Province in, on December 23rd. So whatever is happening here, guys, something's happening. Something is happening behind the scenes for these things to happen. Not just once, but several times over uh, the period of the last couple of days. And we're just not hearing about it. And that's why I kind of wanted to start off with this verse to of being strong and courageous, trusting in the Lord that we don't need to have all the answers. I know that's what we want to do in uncertainty is have all the knowledge so we can have the control. But we have, we can have faith, and I hope we do have faith in the one who does control everything. I am of the opinion right now that Trump has a plan, that this isn't over, 
that he is orchestrating things, making moves behind the scenes. And I trust that he is doing that. But more than that, because Enid plans fail, their best, your best uh, counter strikes that whatever Trump's going to do may not work. Ultimately, I have faith and trust that God's in control over all of this stuff. And even if Trump doesn't win, which I still think he's going to pull this off somehow, I still know that God's in control and that's where we need to have our faith. But I just want to show this because not a lot of people heard about this. And it's very concerning to me because that would indicate that there's things going on up in space or up in high altitudes that I'm not hearing any comments from or any news or any chatter from on the normal, typical media channels and barely any on the social media, to be honest, as well. Um, but that was kind of trippy. And it's even more trippy to me that we're seeing this stuff in other parts of the world as well. The next thing we wanted to talk about, oh, and <laughs> just as a side note, I have the, the two patents from the Dominion voting system. I'm just going to read these to you. I'm not going to give you any further commentary because it's worth reading and looking into more. But check these two patents out. This is patents that they filed and the patent office. This one is from October 21st, 2014, Dominion Voting Systems. This is one of the things that they're patenting. Further, the ballot image processing system, after determining whether each of the voting marks is valid or not, associates audit data with the ballot that I'm sorry it associates audit data with the ballot that corresponds to the decision regarding each voting mark <laughs> let me just read that again further the ballot image processing system after determining whether each of the voting marks is valid or not so the machine will determine what a valid mark is and isn't and then it'll associate audit data with the ballot that corresponds to the decision regarding each voting mark so these machines are able to decide what votes to count and what not to vote, not, what votes not to count. And just remember, everywhere where Dominion voting machines were used, Biden overperformed by 5%. The last patent, and again, you can go see this, 2012, of June 15th, the ballot processing application may pr process the digital image to establish a series of processing results, defining one or more voting results for the paper ballot, and also an audit trail. Did you hear that? The application may process the digital image to establish a series of processing results defining one or more voting results for the paper ballot. The ballot processing application may process the digital image to define the voting results based on criteria established by election officials, including ambiguous mark criteria. The audit trail enables election officials to verify that particular paper ballots have been processed correctly in accordance with these criteria. These are the machines that were counting our votes, guys. And we thought it was a good idea. So bad, so bad. All right, this is the Nashville. Now there's two videos I'm gonna show you in a clip. They're 15 second videos. For those of you listening at home, what we're seeing, I mean, sorry, for those of you listening on podcasts and not watching on YouTube, what we're seeing here is we circled the RV and where the flame is going to come out from the building. Now, just watch this. It's going along. 
And then all of a sudden, the heat signature, and I'm just going to pause it there. The RV is on one side of the street for those listening and not being able to see this. The flame comes out of the building on the other side of the street. Weird, right? How is that happening? How is the flame shooting across the street and blowing up the building on the other side of the street, but not the other building? From my understanding still, and I could be wrong, but from everything I've read so far, only one building has been destroyed. And it wasn't even the outside of the building. The frame of the building stayed intact. It was the middle. It was the core, which just happened to be the AT&T data center, from what I understand, where the NSA leases server space for their data collection activities on American citizens. But look at that. The flame is not where the RV is. The flame is not where the RV is. And like even freezing it right here, you can kind of see the RV still with the heat signature. Um, very interesting. Very interesting indeed. Now, let's keep thinking about this. Now remember, so we have this street angle where the flame comes from the other side. Now look at what this traffic cam picked up from a freeway on the far side. Let's see, actually, I'm gonna have to stop my screen, start sharing again, and share this YouTube video. For those of you who are watching, there's the freeway is going across the screen, and there's three light posts that are going, one, two, three. And you can see, I froze it, there's smoke, a line, a trail, like kind of like what you would see when you see airplanes flying by and some people say it's chemtrails, other the the official, excuse me, the official experts say they're contrails, but just that kind of smoke pattern. You can see it going directly down right where the explosion is going to happen seconds later. All right, let's play this video, see if you can catch it. So the smoke goes down and then the flame happens. Let's do it again. So you see the smoke, the line, it goes like a line straight down, almost like a missile. I don't know if it's a missile. I don't know what else. It could be something else, but there is definitely a cloud that goes straight down to where we're going to see the explosion come up from, which goes as high as the buildings are there. This explosion is huge, huge. And the smoke from it is massive. So that leads me to think that this is not what they're saying it is. And further evidence of why this is fishy to me is one, there were initial reports of gunshots, witnesses, I was listening to videos, we're not gonna, we don't have time to go into them, were videos of people testifying, or not testifying, like they were just giving their account, like a normal TV interview, where they had several rounds of gunshots happening. And now, even in the report in the FBI, there was gunshots and, I mean, there was guns and bullets found at the scene. And this guy that supposedly did it, I haven't even seen a picture of him yet. 
As of December 27th, I still haven't seen a picture of this guy. Now, maybe an RV from across the street blew up a building maintaining the frame, the structural frame of the building and only took out the guts and only blew out a building, not the building next to it, but the building off to the side. Maybe one bomb in an RV can take out that whole thing. And maybe a cloud that looks like a missile or some kind of, I don't know, weapon went down instant before. Maybe there was just a random smoke cloud that went down to the building before the flames went up. Maybe, maybe the gunshots just happened to be something unrelated. Maybe, maybe, but I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this at all. And I don't think we have any good reason to trust our FBI. We don't have any good reason to trust any of our agency. So something to think about. All right, I want to talk about, oh man, time is flying. I want to talk about the bill that Trump's that Trump signed. And I want to go through his statement because there's some really interesting things in here that maybe this isn't as depressing as a lot of us think it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be good. So we're going to go through that. But before, we, let's talk about Samaritan Ministries. Are you still trying to figure out how to pay for medical needs in 2021? Take a look at Samaritan Ministries where there are over 280,000 Samaritan members who are ready to take care of for you are ready to take care for you spiritually and financially when you have a medical need, all without the use of insurance. When a medical need arises, you choose the healthcare providers and treatments that work best for you. Your medical bills are sent to Samaritan Ministries and they notify members to pray and send money directly to you to pay your shareable bills. Let's face it, an unexpected medical emergency can happen at any time. Make sure you're prepared. Healthcare sharing at Samaritan Ministries is biblical, affordable, and since they're not bound by open enrollment, you can join today. Take a minute now to visit SamaritanMinistries.org slash tent to learn more. That's SamaritanMinistries.org slash tent. SamaritanMinistries.org slash tent. All right. Let's bring back the screen share and go through some of the statement. And I, I just think it's very valuable because I was watching as this news broke on Twitter and everyone had an opinion, everyone was a lawyer and I'm not going to try to be a lawyer and I'm not going to try to give you all the answers. And, but there are some just things that I've seen that I haven't heard talked about online yet or any other uh, media source that I think is kind of interesting with all this. Now we go through and he talks about in the beginning, there's, he gives a whole statement and you can read it. I'm sure you can just Google it, the statement from the president on this whole thing. And he talks about the history of the corona, that he calls it the China virus, and talks about how um, the small, he says, I understand that many small businesses have been forced to close as a result of harsh action by Democrat-run states, and all of this good stuff. He talks about the CARES Act that they passed, talks about how he's expanding this from $600 to, 20, or $600 to $2,000, um, which I mean, I think a family of four is going to get like an insane amount of money uh, that we don't have. But this is what is interesting to me. This first paragraph. As president, I am demanding many recession or rescissions under the Impound Control Act of 1974. The act provides that whenever the president determines that all or part of any budget authority will not be required to carry out the full objectives or scope of programs, for which it is provided or such or that such budget authority should be rescinded 
for phys- fiscal policy or other reasons, including termination of authorized projects or activities for which budget authority has been provided. The president shall deter- shall transmit both houses of Congress a special message describing the amount to be reserved and relevant accounts, the reasons for the rescission and the amount, the economic effects of the rescission to United States Code 683. Okay. Now, one of the things I was hearing a lot of is, you guys got duped. There's nothing Trump can do. Trump can't line item legislation. But apparently, according to this act, you can. And they did. And there's negotiations going on where the House is going to take up and vote for the expanded amount of the checks and all this stuff. So Trump was actually working with the Democrats instead of the rhinos on this, which is absolutely funny to me. Um, If this whole thing wasn't so depressing. But the first thing I want to point out to you guys is the competence of Trump using the system to get what he wants. An impact impound control act of 1974. He's using a act from 50 years ago that no one was talking about as an option. Think about how Trump was when he first was in office no government experience hiring people that were sabotaging him all this stuff and he was it was it was shaky it was janky it was he was firing people left and right making like process mistakes and all that stuff do you remember that but today trump four years later has a team around him has the wisdom himself to be referencing acts from 50 years ago now If you don't think that he's referencing and thinking about other past acts and other past executive orders to use in the election fight, and I don't know what to tell you, but it seems to me that if he's able to use these kinds of acts today for this legislation, for these spending bills, where he's cutting out waste then I don't know how you would not say that he's going to be doing that for the election coming up. Now, uh, I was listening to Mayor Rudy Giuliani's last podcast before Christmas. Actually, I think there was one before after that, but the one before Christmas, he said this coming week is going to have tons of information come out and it's going to come out all at once. So heads up on that. I expect the next couple of weeks are going to be very tumultuous. Tumultuous? Yeah, that's the word, right? And especially January 6th is going to be a, a roller coaster ride. So hold on to your seatbelts. But I just wanted to point out with this that there is competence that we are seeing from him using the system itself against itself, against the Democrats. And that's an encouraging sign for me. I will sign the omnibus and COVID package with a strong message that makes clear to Congress that wasteful items need to be removed. So before we start saying... Trump conceded, he gave in, like I'm sure you're hearing on the media. He's sending it back with these line items under the umbrella of the Impound Control Act of 1974. And I'm not even going to go get into it. I'm sure there's people that have much more expertise in this than I do. But there you have it. And he's signing the bill to restore unemployment benefits and all, you know, all this politician stuff. Now, okay, so a family of four can get up to $5,200. 
Now, that's better than $600, but I mean, we're still, we don't have this money. Um, and additionally, Congress has promised that Section 230, which so unfairly benefits big tech at the expense of the American people, will be revived, reviewed, and either be terminated or substantially reformed. This sounds like Trump's getting his way, doesn't it? Kind of interesting from a lame duck president that Congress is agreeing to do these things. Likewise, the House and Senate have agreed to force strongly, focus strongly on the very substantial voter fraud which took place in the November 3rd presidential election. What is happening? Why would Nancy, because remember, Trump has been negotiating this with Pelosi, not with the Republicans. Why would the House and the Senate agree to this? There's more than what we're seeing. Just like we're seeing random stuff flying from outer space down to Earth around the world. Just like we're seeing weird things happening with missile-like smoke coming down to a building before it explodes. And everyone's just blaming an RV that's across the street for it. And we still haven't seen a picture of this guy. There's things going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing. The fact that he's doing this when he's going to be out of office in four weeks doesn't make sense unless there's things we don't know. Why would the House agree to this? I'm telling you. Why would the House agree with this big tech censor Section 230? They wouldn't. Now, I've heard this argument, and we'll close with this because I'm going really long. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the balance of keeping it kind of short, but also keeping you informed. And when it's been like four days and the news doesn't stop, and you know, that's what I'm dealing with here. But this is the last thing I want to say. And I don't know if this is true, but this is my thought. I've been hearing a lot of people say that all this does is send it back to the House and the Senate. They don't have to do anything. And in 45 days, it becomes law. And that's, it's just good. The money's going to be spent. And to this, I say, we were just talking about the pocket veto option where in 10 days, if legislation is not signed or if the bill isn't passed, then it expires because a new Congress has come into session. Why wouldn't that same logic apply to this? Why wouldn't the same logic apply to this? So regardless of what they do, this is where we are. We have this bill being sent back with cuts to waste that I'm sure is what he listed in his video that he called out on of all the foreign spending and all that weird stuff. Increase in checks agreements to review and either abolish or modify section two, which is the social media protection that they get as platforms and not pub and saying they're not publishers. And they're going to start doing an investigation on fraud in the election. And mayor Rudy Giuliani says a lot's going to come out this week all at once. Hold on to your hats, ladies and gentlemen, trust in the Lord and enjoy the ride. Be prepared. Get be prepared. And we'll talk to you tomorrow. God bless.